It's been 10 years since the start of the war in Iraq and nearly a year and a half since it ended. But refugees from the conflict are still being admitted to the U.S. by the thousands. Many Iraqis are settling in the small city of El Cajon near San Diego. Adrian Florido from the public radio collaborative Fronteras has a story. A decade after the first rockets fell, uprooting their lives, the 12 Iraqis in this English class are just now trying to build new ones. So how tall are you? Five, 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 eight, nine, eight, and Nawar Gorgis was 14 when the war began in 2003. After a few years, his family fled the violence of Mosul for Jordan. They lived there until just three months ago, when they arrived as refugees to El Cajon, a city near San Diego. They had family here. When you talk with Gorgis, he seems nervous and excited about building a new life here. And like most new refugees, he has one immediate task, to learn English. We're helping to um, really do sort of an intensive deep dive into rapid acquisition of the English you need for a job. Erica Buri works for the International Rescue Committee, the resettlement agency that runs this program. It expects to resettle another 1,000 Iraqis in this area just this year. All told, about 11,000 Iraqis have arrived here because of the war, making it one of the largest Iraqi communities in the U.S. And if you take a walk down El Cajon's main street, it's clear Iraqis are no longer just newcomers. They're becoming a part of this city's fabric. Aging storefronts are being spruced up with signs in Arabic. At the Venus hair salon, the owner, Ahlam Ay Leisha, is surrounded by friends curling and blow-drying hair. It's an exciting time. This weekend, Ailesha is expanding into the empty space next door. This one going to be for women, and we have makeup per minute, we have uh, nails, and we have the five more station, five stylists over there. She says the growing Iraqi community is making her success possible. Ailesha has seen how this area has changed since early on. She resettled here in 1994, after the first Gulf War. Because over there, all the time, we're scary, the war, bomb like the terrorists, the, a lot of things over there was so bad. In the past few years, her family has left Iraq for the same reasons. 2008, they came in 2009. So your family is getting much bigger here? Uh, like like more, more, more than 500 people. In El Cajon? El Cajon. In your family? In my family. What is that? Because like? I have a, uh, 14 uh, uncle and aunt. And each of them, they have like 9, 8, 10, 11 kids. Well, from a business perspective, it's been fantastic. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot more innovative business. Bill Wells is El Cajon's vice mayor. He thinks the Iraqis have infused the city with new culture and economic vibrancy. But he's also heard comments from some longtime U.S. residents who are wary about the Arabic signs popping up on commercial strips. There's a lot of... Uh, People that feel this is not really fostering assimilation, but it's uh, fostering a set-asideness. And there's a, an us and a them and this community and that community. And I don't think anybody really wants that. Right across the street from El Cajon City Hall, 29-year-old Sadiq Al-Bazaz opened Samoon Bakery and Restaurant about two years ago. He says he doesn't have much choice about his signs or his employees. Because, you know, you're a lot of people, they don't speak English, so we can't put any uh, American working here in our restaurant because he doesn't speak Arabic, you know. So we need to put Arabic people here working. Al-Bazaz studied accounting in Iraq, but he struggled to apply those skills here, thus the restaurant. 
He worries about fellow Iraqis who resettled in El Cajon without education or family ties, and those suffering from the trauma of war. Many refugees live in large apartment complexes. It can be isolating. Hey, no foul, no foul. Get in front, get in front. Go, John. On a recent evening, Iraqi teens played soccer on a high school field here. They're in a program called Youth and Leaders Living Actively, or YALA, which means let's go in Arabic. It offers soccer training to students who commit to after-school tutoring so they don't fall behind because of their English abilities. The young Lebanese man who started Yala realized that refugee students needed school help, but they also needed exercise and, most importantly, to feel like part of a tight community. 19-year-old Ahmed Abdul Karim says the programs helped him cope with all the moves his families had to make because of the war. So I moved here and I played with like all the people that are from the same country as I'm from and went through it, basically what I've been through. So it was kind of like, like I felt like I was back home. And it turns out that Karim's team is pretty good. Next month, they'll compete in one of California's most prestigious soccer tournaments. For The World, I'm Adrian Florido in San Diego.